Hi, it's uh, Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Steph Walker, who is the boss lady of the agency, ex big in the game at Purple Bricks. Um, Steph, um, you're quite an outspoken lady. Um, the question I want to ask is this: is how do you think we as an industry can make positive changes to ensure that we allow success for a more diverse group? First of all, I think that's a little bit of a bollocks question. And you clearly have been asked to maybe change how you talk about the women in the state agency bit. Yeah, it is. It is, is, is how do you cope being a woman in the state agency? And so I think, look, let, let's... I mean, I wouldn't ask that question of a man. And I've been pop-shotted by quite a lot of women in the state agency, and men, by asking that question. But let's be all frank, being a woman, you have a lot more responsibility. In the, that's just the way... Life is. It's that 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 is an example of woke culture, right? In that you are be you genuinely have a question that you feel is important to ask, and you're being told you shouldn't ask it like that anymore. I think let's be really honest. Women want to have families. Women want to have careers. Women want to have neither of those things. Women want to have whatever they want, as does everybody else. But generally speaking, it always has been, and probably will predominantly be, the woman that stays at home to look after the kids. Because she she wants to do that, as far as all, all the uh, my uh, friends who are mothers have wanted to stay home. Now, does that mean they then don't want a career? Absolutely not. But that's just the way it goes. So there are going to be differences if you are a woman in a state agency. Some of those differences is because you take a break in your career to bring up your children. So... I don't think there's anything wrong personally asking how is it to be in a, a woman in a state agency or what are the challenges you face as a woman because I can't tell you what challenges people face in a state agency because I'm a woman, I'm not a man. So um, that question, uh, that kind of stuff just gets my goat. But if we want to talk about the actual issue, I think the problem is not that people take career breaks to go and raise their children. It's absolutely brilliant. And for those that are able to do so, fantastic, because some uh, mums can't take lots of time out uh, because of affordability, etc. Um, but I do think that it's not that they go and take that time away. It's actually the structure of a state agency or conventional estate agency that stops people then coming back in. And I want to play devil's advocate because... Let's think about this logically. Um, you and I are branch managers. Um, we've been at uh, this particular firm for the same length of time. And then I go off to have a baby and I come back uh, a year or so later. You've had another year to work in that business that I haven't. And so when a promotional opportunity comes up, you are the more ten tenured candidate. And so it would be really unfair that you are potentially passed up because if everything else is the same and then you've got more experience, it should naturally go to you. Um, so, you know, that's just something that we aren't going to be able to get away from uh, in conventional agency. But there are obviously now different ways and means um, of people being able to return to the workforce in a more flexible way. And, and that's the bit that it's not going to work for every business, but I do think a lot of businesses could streamline a lot of their costs by just thinking a bit more flexibly. Um, our central team, uh, I have three fabulous ladies. Uh, over the last week, each one of them has had to take a day off or a part of a day off because of a, a sick child. 
Um, and as a business owner, do I feel a momentary little bit of frustration when I get that text? I absolutely do. Um, one, I remember then that um, one of said children is actually my godchild and I should be a little bit more empathetic. Um, but then, you know, what we've done within our business is allowed that, yes, one of the girls had to have a couple of hours off in the morning, but then childcare was sorted. Um, and actually, she, because she was working from home, it was much easier for her then to get back on and still work a few hours that day. Um, and so I think that it really is just about thinking, we want brilliant women in the industry, we want brilliant men in the industry, brilliant people. Um, what is it about the structure of what exists today that stops this happening? And this isn't the self-employed or employed question, which, which I know, because obviously you run a self-employed state agency model. It's more of how individual business owners set their business up to allow that flexibility. Well, yeah, so my central support team are employed. So they're employed, but they can work flexibly at any time. You know, we operate eight to eight, seven days a week. Um, so there's flexibility in terms of hours. None of those ladies have had to commit to a full-time um, or rigid structure. Uh, and yes, they have hours that they work continuously each week, but they can text me and say, can I move this a little bit because I need to do this or I need to but do that. But if you're running an estate agency office and you need negs there from nine in the morning till six at night, if everyone's having flexi time, that's not going to work. But then is having an office that vital? So, yeah, I, you know, I think the big question people ask is, is it self-employed agency or is it not? I think... The problem is that conventional estate agency where you have an office that is displayed to be open from X time till X time, that's the issue because it's not conducive with modern day life. Do you think when you give flexibility, you have happier staff? 100%. 100%. That, that is... Uh, so do you think that the three ladies that work for you in the, in, the, in the admin team, because of that flexibility, when they do work, they go over and above and give the extra mile? 100%. And... So I've got a really mixed bag of partner agents, um, predominantly high street, some that have come from onliners or different models, and they are absolutely delighted with our sales negotiators. So I think you did fall into a bit of a bias there because you called my ladies admin staff. Yes, I do. Because that's what you think, right? But that's, yes, because I assumed that, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the sales negotiators, um, one of our uh, ladies actually is a former local property expert who uh, has come to a more centralised role. Um, and the partner agents, which is who we serve, right? Because we are, we're, we're a SaaS business essentially uh, in that we serve our partner agents to allow them to go out and, 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 and build their businesses. And I've never heard such feedback. And I thought, so I worked for Countrywide for uh, a while up in the north. I had the best team in eggs. Yeah. Swear down, I had the best team in eggs. But these ladies, I do think, potentially have the edge on them. What would you say to any boss who is looking to be more empathetic to the needs of, of his uh, women's staff? Yeah, I read something this morning, actually. It does sound a bit kind of wishy-washy, but it said, speak to somebody like it might be the last time you ever get to speak to them. Because if they died tomorrow, how would you feel about how, how, how that's said? And it's difficult, right? Uh, especially, as I say, in that heat of the moment, do I feel that annoyance of somebody being mm. off sick or what have you? It gets my goat mm. um, because I've got stepsons. So I don't experience that same thing of being the sole caregiver or the main caregiver mm. to, to children because that responsibility is shared. 
Um, but I do think as well, we are sometimes too hard on ourselves because it, we are human. Is we, that as, as a human or as a woman? Human, uh, overall, because it's natural, I think, to feel annoyance because that has upset the train of the day in the way that you thought it, it was going to happen, right? Mm. And so uh, you're not going to immediately be able to recover from that. And I think to think that we all one day are going to be able to wake up and be immediately empathetic is wrong. But there's that brilliant book that talks about, you know, the world's full of stupid people. And if you act completely differently to somebody, the other person will think you're stupid. Because why aren't you acting like me? Why don't you respond to things in the same way as me? I think what we should do is accept that we're all going to react very, very differently. Um, we're allowed to be angry. We're allowed to be upset sometimes. But as long as it's not vindictive, I think that's absolutely fine. Because I think we've probably all shouted at people in the past. We've probably all had a bit of a go and we didn't mean to. Um, and I think if you can come back and humbly go, my bad, I was being a complete dickhead then. I'm so, so sorry. My emotions got the better of me. I think thinking of it that way rather than pretending it can change completely is more realistic. Okay. This just a uh, final message, final thing, point on you is, is, you know, you've went up through the ranks in Countrywide and Purple Bricks. What did you, did you meet any glass ceilings or barriers in your way up? Or what did you do to get through them? So I think I've got a very different set of experiences. So when I started in a state agency, I was at my parents' estate agency firm. My mum was an owner of a 10-branch independent business that she'd built, yes, with my dad. So I've always had a role model in my mum as somebody that never allowed a glass ceiling to, to, to stop her. And I think, uh, you know, think back to, I think in Countrywide on the Wednesday, you had like the manager's meeting. Um, when I started as a branch manager at Countrywide, I was 21. Uh, the next oldest person, I think, Suzanne, was 27 or 28. Everyone else was in their 30s and 40s. But there was, a, there was a, probably a 50-50 split of women and men around that table. Mm -hmm. So, again, I didn't really feel it there. Our regional director was a man. Um, and I suppose the glass ceiling there was, what was I going to do? Kill him off? Because that would have been the only way I would have mm -hmm. been able to progress, which is why I ended up leaving, because i kind of done my time there. Um, and I think... Up until probably last week, I don't ever generally feel that I've been targeted in terms of my career as a woman. Um, again, Purple Bricks, it was actually talked about today on LinkedIn. Somebody made a mention of the Agents Together video uh, that you did with Michael and Kenny. And she remembered, wasn't it great? Uh, wasn't it an amazing team there? We had Michael and Kenny and then she said, we had Steph running the, the contact centre. We had Rebecca Brown running customer experience. And then there were two men mentioned. So we had a really good blend at, at PB. Um, but I did uh, have somebody make a comment uh, on uh, social media last week saying that without my other half, who's a man, um, I would be nothing better than a local property expert at this point. Which one I took umbrage to because what's wrong with being a local property expert? I love my time. And this man, reportedly, was also a local property expert. And I believe that was the height of his career too. So strange comment to make, but why, why? Why would, why would somebody feel the need to make that? So that shocked me actually. That's probably the first time I've truly felt, um, it was pointed out that I was a woman and that clearly I could have no talents. How did it make you feel? I actually amused um, because as I say, it's kind of the first time that I've had that. 
or certainly to, to my own knowledge, I'm sure people have said it behind my back, it's absolutely fine, doesn't, doesn't bother me. But then I was kind of a bit like, how dare you, you cheeky little sod. Like, I don't even remember this guy. <laughs> he clearly remembers me though. So again, I thought, you know what? You clearly know a lot more about me than I know about you. So that should just be water off a duck's back. Pity them, pity them all. Absolutely. Thank you for your time today. Thank <laughs> you.